0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News,
1: Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
0: A lawsuit that challenges the cybersecurity of Alabama's ballot tabulators has been dismissed by a Montgomery County Circuit judge, Greg Griffin. The plaintiffs in this lawsuit are with Focus on America, State Representative Tommy Haynes, Dr. David Calderwood, and former Governor Don Siegelman. The lawsuit made the claim that the machines are unsecure and fatally compromised. The attorneys for the plaintiffs presented evidence of photocopied ballots being run through the tabulators successfully and being included in the count, which is not what should have happened, also, the tech expert in this case presented evidence of purchase orders that were made by Secretary of State John Merrill for the ESNS DS-200 machines. Those purchase orders show a request for Wi-Fi and Bluetooth connectivity. However, Merrill has told Alabama voters that the standalone computers are hardened to not connect to the Internet. Judge Griffin ruled that the plaintiffs failed to meet requirements necessary for an injunction that was being sought through the lawsuit. Griffin also ruled that the plaintiffs failed to establish irreparable harm in their speculation of the insecurity of these machines. The plaintiffs told 1819 News on the day of the judge's ruling that they plan to appeal to the Alabama Supreme Court. The state of Alabama will be getting about $15 million as part of a settlement agreement that was reached with Juul Labs for marketing their vape cigarettes to minors. The lawsuit against Jewell was brought by 37 states, including Alabama. The state of Alabama will receive the money from the settlement over the course of the next 10 years. The total amount of the settlement is $485 million. The Alabama Attorney General's office says they plan to direct that money to law enforcement as it comes in. Speaking of law enforcement, the North Alabama Drug Task Force made a massive seizure of cocaine and methamphetamine. The NADTF found 50 pounds of meth and 17 pounds of cocaine. Police say the street value of the drugs comes in at $3 million. Mark St. Jules Dulce of Huntsville is also under arrest. He's being held in the Madison County Jail on a $2 million bond. Dulce is likely to also face federal charges for drug trafficking. Huntsville police also expect to make more arrests in this case. The Alabama Board of Education is moving forward with changes to high school graduation requirements. These new requirements would be for students to have a career-ready or college-ready benchmark that's completed before they get their diploma. This would include enlisting in the military, a technical education, dual enrollment classes, and other ways of showing that the high school student is prepared for either college or a career. Governor Ivey was in attendance of this board meeting and signaled her support for the new requirements. Others on the board expressed concern for school systems who currently do not offer all of the education options for these students. Seven members ended up voting in favor of moving forward, two did not. The numbers are now in for the past Labor Day weekend and those that were traveling in Alabama. The Alabama Law Enforcement Agency says a total of 10 traffic deaths occurred over the three day weekend. Those crashes were in eight counties here in the state. Seven of the fatalities were the drivers, three other were passengers. Five were not wearing seatbelts. The Marine Division of ALIA had no fatalities on the water and only two boat crashes with injuries. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, the Secretary of the U.S. Treasury, Janet Yellen, is now discussing the future increase in gas prices here in the U.S. Yellen spoke on CNN over the weekend, saying that the war in Ukraine with Russian forces would cause the price to go up around the start of
2: 2023. Um, This winter, uh, the European Union will uh, cease, uh, for the most part, buying Russian oil. And in addition, they will ban the provision of services um, that enable Russia to ship oil by tanker. And it is possible that that could cause a spike in oil prices. Um, our price cap proposal is designed to both um, lower Russian revenues that they use to support their economy and fight this illegal war, um, while also maintaining Russian oil supplies mm-hmm. that will help to um, hold down global oil prices. So. Um, I believe this is something that can be essential, and it's something that we're trying to put in place to uh, avoid a future spike in oil prices.
0: 160 arrests were made in Polk County, Florida, regarding an undercover sting operation to stop human trafficking. This latest effort by law enforcement was labeled Fall Hall 2, and Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd offered commentary on the types of Prostitution solicitors that were caught, including two high school teachers and two men associated with Disney.
1: Guess who this guy is? School teacher. Got us another one. Yep, John Layton. He's 26. He was a teacher at West Orange High School in Orange County. When he showed up, I just love this. You want to go, What are you thinking, man? What are you thinking? Well, you're not thinking. He was wearing. The high school track shirt. I didn't stutter. He was wearing the high school track shirt. And he came there and he wanted sex for $40. And he saw our undercover agent and said, wow, 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 wow. I'll take $100 worth of that. Well, what he got was $100 worth of a trip to the county jail. Not only that, are you ready for this? Then he asked the detectives, how long is this going to take? He said, you know, I got track practice in the morning. No, the students have track practice in the morning. You've got jail practice in the morning. What else can you say?
0: Fall Hall 2.0 was conducted over the course of the first 10 days in September of this year. The city of Philadelphia could be the next city to get illegal aliens sent to them on buses. Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney released a statement on efforts of his office to prepare for any buses coming from Texas. This comes as Texas Governor Greg Abbott has included Chicago as part of his effort. Months ago, Abbott started busing the illegals to cities like Washington, D.C. and New York City in order to alleviate the border towns in his state from being overrun by the tens of thousands of border crossers that are walking over from Mexico into Texas. There's been about 7,000 illegal aliens sent to Washington, D.C., almost 2,000 to New York City and a few hundred to Chicago. Governor Abbott says that those who are put on these buses are not forced to do so, but they're given an offer to go further into the U.S. interior. The man who is charged in the kidnapping and murder of a Tennessee jogger is also facing charges for a different rape and kidnapping case from a year ago. 38-year-old Cleotha Abston was given a second indictment from Shelby County, Tennessee, after his arrest last Tuesday. Abston is now facing charges for the death of billionaire heiress Eliza Fletcher, who was forced into a car during her morning run in Memphis. The body of Fletcher was found about four days later after her disappearance. Abston was then arrested within 24 hours and is being held without bond in this case. The new charges against Abston are unrelated to the Fletcher case and are a result of a rape kit DNA being compared to abstinence from within the Tennessee Bureau of Investigations. There is a shocking increase of adult deaths in the past few months in a country that had a very high level of COVID-19 restrictions and vaccinations. In Australia, the state of Victoria saw 95% of adults there get the shot, Police also used brutal tactics to keep the 7 million people in Victoria under lockdown, even going so far as to arrest a pregnant woman for walking outside. Victoria has a state law that requires doctors and funeral directors to report deaths immediately into their database. Now the data from that database for August shows a death rate peaking out at the highest level in 13 years for that state. So far in the year of 2022 in Victoria, there have been 32,533 deaths overall. That's a 20% increase compared to the same eight-month period of the years 2017 through 2021. And this past Sunday was the 21st year mark since the terror attack on the two towers of the World Trade Center in New York City. In New York City, police opened up the weekend NFL football game. With Officer Jennifer Fernandez singing the Star-Spangled Banner, we're going to close this report with all the audio of the New York Jet fans and the Baltimore Raven fans at the stadium joining in together to sing the national anthem. Oh, oh. oh, say can
1: you see, oh, see, you see
0: by the dawn's early What's so, so proudly Listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News, I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow. I look forward to updating you then.
1: Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. Alabama. Of Alabama. This has been The
0: Daily Detail. For more up-to-date news, go to 1819news.com, where you'll find honest news and Alabama values.